Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, hello, and welcome to Not So Good Ideas Podcast. I'm Bree here with Eleni. Hi, and welcome to another episode where we talk about interior design and try to entertain you guys at the same time. Today on the podcast, we are joined by two very special guests. For those of you who don't know, Eleni and I are both married to architects. They're going to give an exclusive interview all about what it's like to be married to interior designers. They'll also share their personal journeys into architecture with all of us. Say hi, Dylan. Hello, I'm Dylan, and I'm an architect. Hello, I'm Eric Potts. (laughs) 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 So if you guys listen to the podcast, we usually will start off with a not-so-good idea and also share a good idea. Um, Bree and I will go first. Dark. So my not-so-good idea of the week is probably um, about midway through the week, I got, like, food poisoning or something. (laughs) I'm not sure what it was, but it could be the fact that I don't eat any dairy and I had a huge pasta fettuccine Alfredo dinner. (laughs) Mm. But I've been suffering for, like, the last four days since then. Um, so that's my not so good idea. I just need to stay away from dairy. We had a very creamy pasta, classic, you know, classic chicken Alfredo. And then the next day after she felt terrible, she decided to have the leftovers for lunch. <laughs> so that was probably her not so good. Idea. Not my husband outing me. <laughs> What about a good idea you had? Um, my good idea is I got my car back. <gasps> Yay! Um, after I think almost two months of being in a rental car, I finally am back in my car, new tire, whole new side of the car, you know, all that. Yay! <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. for those, those of you who've been on this journey, it's over. I'm back in my car. <laughs> it's looking good. Back to the Buick fam. Yes, we both have Buicks. Okay, so did you have to pay for the damages or did the cleaning lady pay? The cleaning lady has to unfortunately pay for all of that. So. My car's been in the shop recently. The warranty came in clutch. I only had to pay two hundred dollars. And a week after he got it, the engine light came on, and he blamed it on me because I took came it on when you guys <laughs> took were it here. one one day to work, and I was like, "Oh, by the way, your check engine light is on." He's like, "What did you do to the car?" <laughs> yeah, that happened right before you guys we saw you last. Yeah, and I got into the <laughs> shop, and it was in there for two weeks. Worked from home. <laughs> 
So yeah. I know I know you're paying, Brie. Oh, it's the worst. But and I did not get a rental car. Well, my rental car ended up being like smaller than my actual car, like in the snow. So it was just like a whole. <laughs> she went from a rabbit car to a mouse car. <laughs> so what's your not so good idea, Lenny? So last year when we first bought the house, I spent an entire day planting my flower garden and it looked beautiful. I was so excited, so happy. Um, come to, you know, now a year later, pretty much. It's full of weeds, just full of weeds everywhere. And <laughs> because Not it's home. in the front of the house, I don't look at it ever. Like I just drive off, go to work. And within the last couple of weeks, I pulled up and I looked at it and it, it's just so overgrown. So tomorrow I have to spend the whole day plucking out weeds from my oh no i'm so sorry (laughs) but yeah that's my not so good idea that doesn't sound fun laying like a little flower bed thing under it so that the weeds don't come through but it's too too late now i'd have to pull out all the flowers to do that so rookie rookie mistake (laughs) (laughs) you guys should see the whole yard <laughs> we moved we moved into the house in September. So we didn't know like what the house looks like during the spring or like early summer. So there was no grass or like only a couple plants. And now we see all the plants are blooming and there's weeds growing all over the yard. And we just plant- planted grass like what was it, November? or october yeah probably october. probably yeah probably october and now all kinds of weeds are growing throughout the grass and i have no idea what to do about that. <laughs> oh no weed whackers <laughs> we kind of have the same problem like our yard is pretty splotchy mm-hmm. it's hard it's like half hills of snow and then half <laughs> dirt <laughs> yeah how do you grow grass with snow? Like, doesn't like all that moisture kill pretty much anything that's under it? Well, you'd be surprised. Like a lot of our neighbors in the summertime and like late spring, their grass is like pristine, like wow. really nice. Yeah. So we got to get ours up to that level. I just have to make the move and plant some <laughs> grass and you know, go. Go all out. Go all out. Okay, what's your good idea? My good idea is that my check that I've been waiting for since December for my lost luggage will be coming in. It is in the mail. It is on route. And I don't think I told you guys, as in the listeners, a story. But basically, my luggage got taken in the airport. All the items taken out of it and then left in the bathroom. Someone found it. They're like, hey, you left your luggage in the bathroom. I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, it's gone. And they're like, no, it's here. And then filed a claim and we're getting our money. Finally, my money. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been so long. Yeah. I'm so happy you're getting your money back. And Me I'm too. so sorry that happened at our airport. I wasn't going to say it happened at your airport. <laughs> 
apologies on it's the truth (laughs) (laughs) but you didn't do it someone Uh, else did someone i've never heard anything like that that's just crazy me either but hey happens so now we'll have our husbands share their not so good and good ideas for the week dylan do you want to start yes i'll start so my not so good idea is do not buy a site for an apartment complex on a site that goes from zero feet to 85 feet because you will have to spend 20 million dollars on retaining walls (laughs) this just happened recently on a project i'm working on and they went to they started pricing it and we were over budget by 20 million (laughs) dollars so now we're looking at other solutions and the building i modeled recently is now turning into two buildings so all the work i've been doing the past three weeks is uh being thrown away (laughs) as a fellow um architect having to make one building into two and Revit is a nightmare. Would never ever want to do that. That sounds terrible. I'm now working on another project, helping design a project in Nashville, which is pretty cool. No, 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 no. Asheville. <laughs> I the project I was working on was in Nashville and it's still gonna be in Nashville. And the new project I'm working on is in Asheville till the other project gets decided on what we're gonna do. Well, hopefully the Asheville project goes way better. What's cool about the Asheville project, it's right across from the project we designed in college. That we both worked on. That was our uh, final capstone project, huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's right on the river. The same river. Wow. It's in the, it's, we call it the River Arch District or RAD for short. (laughs) RAD, that's RAD. My good idea is today, Eleni saw a TikTok. No, I saw it last night. Okay, last night, Eleni saw a TikTok. It was these British people making these sandwiches. They were cut with the crust off. They were cucumber and cream cheese and salmon. And they made them for their tea. Like a little tea party. So they're having their tea party. So today, after work, Bonnie said she was going to go to Trader Joe's and pick up all the ingredients. And we're going to have a tea party. (laughs) So my good idea is to have tea parties and make little cute sandwiches with cucumbers and salmons and cream cheese. Well, that actually sounds really good. Um, there's a place called the Brown Palace here in Denver, and they do like these huge tea parties. And I went there for like right before Christmas, and they have like this whole tea party thing that you go to that's like ex- crazy extravagant. And they have all these little sandwiches, and it's so much fun. So I'm excited for you guys. It was fun, but we had like a little disagreement about how you should eat it because i wanted to have the cucumber sandwich on top of the salmon sandwich and like take one bite all together so you can get all the flavors (laughs) 
and Dylan <laughs> said that that was illegal for <laughs> a tea party sandwich. Because you have the whole point is you take the little tiny sandwich and That's you a take foul. a little That's bite. A tea party foul. Yeah, so I took a tea party foul. Um, I made it mine into a club sandwich because <laughs> I just I needed a whole. Lenny wasn't feeling the tea party. Let me specify. Uh, tea party sandwiches are supposed to be small sandwiches. and dainty. Um, I personally ate mine separate. <laughs> I, I had a separate cucumber sandwich and a separate salmon sandwich. I didn't mix them together. Just to specify. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, there truly is. People get like upset about this. There's like a proper tea etiquette. Okay, Eric, what is a not so good idea you have? So my not so good idea is that I've been putting off my next art project and endeavor for probably a couple weeks too long now. And I just need to get started. I need to put pen to paper and just start start at it because, you know, I just finished another piece that I'm really proud of, but I got to keep it going, keep the good vibes and artist, artistic direction flowing. Yeah, Eric just recently finished a piece that he spent like hours and hours hand drawing on his iPad. And it's like the best piece I've ever seen him do. And he's going to release it as an NFT at some point, but he's got to keep it going and get on to the next one so we can have like a whole series, a whole collection of them. Where can people purchase a print if they want to purchase a print or an NFT if they want to purchase an NFT? So your best avenue to purchase my art is probably just direct message me on Instagram or Twitter. The handle is at vlphv underscore um and that's just both my artist pages for both of those medias and yeah i can make you know any any artwork you see on my page i can make a print for you so feel free to slide through and we'll make it happen now yeah i just produced some 24 inch by 32 inch prints and those are huge like massive basically the largest artwork i've ever made and next level when you start making your art at larger scales we have a og in the back i know i see i see the og in the background that one's <laughs> gonna be legendary it really is one of my favorite works i've ever done so my good idea which was inspired by one of my closest friends is that on this coming weekend we're going to go see one of my personal favorite comedians, Dimitri Martin, live in Breckenridge this Sunday to go see him perform. And it will be my first ever comedy show that I attend. And I'm just super excited. And if you know Dimitri Martin, he's like a super kind of dry, semi quasi intelligent humor that really just hits my spot. And I'm excited to see him. That reminds me, Eleni and I might go see a comedy show. I've never been to a comedy show before, but I'm excited. Maybe it might be my new hobby. Maybe me and Bree will start going to comedy shows. She <laughs> just seems so excited for that idea, which 
definitely going to double down on and we're definitely going to go to a lot of comedy shows in the future we'll see about that i have a very dry humor (laughs) (laughs) we've never been to a comedy show either i've been to one a long time ago i like dry humor as well i didn't know them that well but it was okay um if it was someone i liked i probably would have enjoyed it but also going to go it's it was one of my close friends it's his birthday weekend so we'll also be fishing and having a good old guys weekend getting out in wilderness and doing some fishing and uh hopefully catch some fish might just stand in a cold river but we'll see how it goes be a good time either way that sounds like fun so dylan what led you to where you are now so as a kid i was always into art and math but my dad was a dentist and i they wanted me to go to dental school so i thought i should go to dental school because dentists make pretty good money and then i could become my own boss etc so i thought dental school made may have been the best choice so i went to school for a year did all the chemistries biologies all of the classes and then um i ended up getting a d in one of the chemistries so i decided maybe i should switch what i'm going to do because that wasn't even the hardest chemistry so i looked at what else i could do so then i decided i want to go into architecture but the university i was at did not have architecture so i decided to go to their art school Changed my major to graphic design to get all my basic art classes out of the way. And then after I did that for a year, things got a lot better at 4.0. And then I switched to SCAD, which is where I met Eric and Bree. And then I went to architecture school and realized it was a perfect fit immediately. It was definitely a change of pace. A lot harder than I expected it to be. But once I was there, I realized that's what I was supposed to do because it all made sense. And it felt like I was working towards something, something that was meaningful to me that both hit my creative desire and my um, quality of work desire. So from there, I was doing well. Eventually met my wife, Olini. Long story short, I was at Eric's apartment and I saw her across the room, standing alone. And I walked up to her and I said, hi. (laughs) And we started talking. And then from there, I think we spent every single day together since yep (laughs) that's so sweet good job dylan so glad you got to where you wanted to go yeah i met you out of all of it yep and brie helped i told brie i think a couple weeks earlier i showed her 
pictures of Lenny and said, I really like this girl. Mm-hmm. I really want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> night, Brie influenced it and made it happen. Woo! Good job, Brie. Shout out, Brie and Eric. <laughs> Shout out to the pots. Just meant to be. Yep. So, Eric, what led you to where you are now? Well, I would have to say a big part of it was meeting you, Brie, my wife. But another part of it was just, you know, my desire to be a creative and pursue a career in life that just wasn't run of the mill and had something more to it than just make and do. And so what really got me into architecture was when I started getting into art and design in a younger age. Architecture had kind of a more of a purpose that could could sustain a lifestyle that I want to live. And now kind of here we are living the dream, living in Avon, Colorado, which is 10 minutes from Vail, Colorado. We have a ski resort right next to our house. Um, work for a great architecture firm up here. Um, and I mostly specialize in residential architecture, or at least our firm does. And that's something I'm definitely more passionate about. I remember when Eric was deciding on where he wanted to go to college and his whole family is like really into KU, which is awesome. They're like huge KU fans. And so is Eric. They all love KU. Speaking of KU, they're about to win the Sweet 16 March Madness game against Providence. Big shout out, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, but also go bees. Anyways, Eric's whole family was huge KU fans, and he was deciding on if he wanted to go to KU or if he wanted to go to SCAD. And everyone was like, what's he going to choose? How's this going to go? And I remember we were leaving his family's house and they're all waiting on his decision. And he like opened up the door and was like, go bees and announced it and then left the house really fast because like <laughs> they're all huge KU fans. And then I accidentally left my jacket in his house and he had to go back. Oh, in no. He announced it. I <laughs> and he was so mad because he was like, I just dropped a bomb and it was like the mic <laughs> drop and then you have to go pick the mic back up again because they're like sorry you can't drop the mic go pick it back so i kind of always knew that eric like wanted to do something different like he was saying he wanted to do something more unique and that was that's definitely one of the reasons why i love eric so much it's because he's like always so determined to do <laughs> these things and become an architect and kind of prove to everyone that he can do it and and he kind of just set a new standard and said, I'm going to SCAD, I'm going to be an architect, I'm going to do all these things and now we're living in the mountains, kind of living out our dream. So Doing everything we said we would. Good yep. job, guys. <laughs> that was so cute. Because you guys have known each other for... Forever. Yeah. Since high school. We just passed eight years together. Wow. Congratulations. For soft eight years it's been a very good time it's been, it's been amazing short of a decade you almost had a decade. yeah we're almost there it's crazy approaching marriage of two years and 
No, I couldn't do it without her. Aww. So when you ask, how did I end up here? You know, I had to say, because of you. <laughs> I'm okay. blushing. Oh, sweet. Dylan, what does a day in the life look like for you? Usually we wake up about 8 o'clock. Sometimes I'll work from home, but recently I've been going into work. Usually I'll have one specific project I'm working on. And there'll be a list of things I have to do. So I work in multifamily architecture, which is apartment complexes generally. And um, these are massive projects. We usually get schedules like we'll do a um, we'll have certain deadlines we need to meet all the way from schematic design to um, final construction design. I'm in production mostly. I don't do construction administration through the life of the construction process. I produce the documents for construction. So I'm drawing instructions for someone to take and build the building. <laughs> what I do is I'll get in on a certain task or draw a couple of drawings I need to do. Um, and I will do them. And what about you, Eric? What does a day in the life for you look like? No, good. Good portion of my days spent working. Um, I work at a residential architecture firm and we mostly focus on, you know, single family, high end luxury homes up kind of up here in the mountain communities of Colorado, as well as kind of all over the country. But so a lot of, you know, good portion of my day, at least my weekday, consists of producing drawings, producing documents, renderings, whatever it is that's needed. Just like Dylan, you have kind of a list of tasks that you need to complete, whether it's for a submittal of either it's permit or construction documents. You know, there's always, you got your things to do. And mine's just kind of more focused around residential projects. And then afterwards you know we'll probably hang out with our daughter willow i definitely like to play video games to kind of you know just decompress you know big game right now for me is elder ring shout out shout out elder ring dylan loves that game it's too. all dylan does from the second he comes home and if it's the weekend he wakes up and he starts playing <laughs> if it's the weekend you know we're usually on the mountain snowboarding or we're having guests and so where would you say your style derived i always draw i was very ocd and i developed a lot of lines and consistency of like stripes and um this is why i can always beat him in battleship i know mm -hmm. how he's gonna put mm -hmm. some of my inspirations are um Tom Maine, but also Peter Zumthor. Um, I like a lot of natural and raw materials. I'm inspired a lot by science fiction and the designs in that. And I think that's basically where if I could design any building without any cost, be something crazy and futuristic, Blade Runner-esque. So that's where my style derive, is derived from. I would agree.
<laughs> I feel like whenever I would see your work, it was very much Blade Runner-esque. So where would you say your style derived from? Well, architecturally speaking, just like Dylan said, like, you don't, I don't know, you run into a lot of influences in college and that kind of, you really kind of find your, well, at least you connect with. And back then, I definitely connect with like Alvar Alto and a little bit of Mies and a little bit of uh, Le Corbu and, you know, the classics, but the same time i like kind of a new more humanistic approach to modernism and how you know alvar alto applied applying ergonomics to your design not just creating a white box so architecturally i really strive to you know you know strive to create spaces that you know capture the light very naturally or that at least feel naturally, it might take a lot of work to do so. And then also that are really refined and sophisticated, but also have a sense of human touch to it and are livable where, you know, some other projects in the past, especially in the modern Nizam movement, were very kind of industrial and were produced because that's how, you know, the age of the factories produced them. But as a practice, you know, I work for a residential firm that has a very specific kind of aesthetic. It's kind of a mountain modern aesthetic and it's fun and it's creative and you get to apply kind of these modern tones and modern aspects in a very kind of raw and natural environment that pushes you and forces you to you know adapt to the site in very specific ways to really get the best out of it dylan what's it like being married to an interior designer i love it because i get to hear all the drama when you come home from work your day-to-day is crazier than mine things are a lot more dramatic <laughs> in the interior design world no longer can suggest uh furniture options i my taste is gone now being with an interior designer that's not true it is very true um i i do not design my household at all yes you cannot no longer design your household if your wife is interior designer everything has to go through her um i have okay totally given up on designing layouts or what fits better i leave it to her i was like miss interior designer what works but what what have a room though yeah she did let me have my own room and display my tchotchkes um but what's also cool is uh my parents will ask or friends and she will give them suggestions she's also helped my dad out design stuff and she's helped my mom out very cool i i love it it's very handy also the fact that we can get some furniture at cost is a plus but it's pretty great i love it 
Wow, that was so nice. Thank you. <laughs> I do let you have input, though. Well, to start off, I would definitely agree with Dylan that I have minimal say in our household feng shui and design in a general, but you know, that's not a bad thing because Bree does an excellent job. Our house looks amazing. Um, I do wish I could put up some more of my creepy art stuff that's a little more provocative, you know, but that's all right because sometimes you just got to do happy wife, happy life. It's fun being married to an interior designer as a striving architect because we like push each other and she's very in tune with the more like day-to-day -day approach and how you deal with things something that is cool is um we can help with each other's work <laughs> um one time true Eleni's boss came to me and asked if i would help them on a project and i did <laughs> and i uh worked on the weekend got paid for it so yeah interior design is pretty cool and the fact that we can also do interior design is awesome well, I did the interior design. You modeled for me. I can do things in interior design, too. <laughs> like, no, if you're I, a good interior that. designer, you can do exterior architecture. I mean, I see them kind of one and the same. But if you're a good architect who kind of focuses on the exterior, you can also do interior design. So, And I think we all can learn from each other, as my wife tells me to say. <laughs> Something I cannot do is pick out lighting, um, sconces. I can't pick out furniture, sinks. I, are you saying like you're not allowed to or you are unable to? I will never do that. <laughs> I could do that, but I probably need to focus on other things. No, I would say that Eric has good taste. So, you know, I'll have the usual final say but he always has a really good recommendation <laughs> i would definitely put my input forward but at the same time brie and eleni and any interior designer is definitely way more kind of they they kind of understand it a little bit more and they they get it so at the end of the day i'll trust their judgment as an architect but I still need my input. Well, I think that's just from like a create creative point of view. Eric is very, you know, he has a certain aesthetic, which I appreciate. Um, just recently, uh, we had to get a new faucet for our kitchen. And we kind of agreed upon this really nice all black matte faucet. And Eric installed the whole thing on his own. Wow. Handyman. So, yeah. Bummer man. We're quite the team. I've been wanting to get new lights for the house. And I can't get anyone to install them. Hint, hint. Okay. Okay. Water versus electricity is another thing. <laughs> I could probably like YouTube how to do a faucet, but I could probably YouTube how to do a light as well. But also electrical stuff is kind of scary. I could die. <laughs> Honestly, 
I like, yeah, we're about to do our own lights like through YouTube. Like it's, uh, it's what? possible. It's, right. it's possible. I'm telling you. Give me some rubber gloves. I'll do it. <laughs> rubber. Yeah, but YouTube the sink. Yeah, like YouTube is the way to go. YouTube was my introduction to fly fishing and how I got into it. Like YouTube's a great tool. I call Dylan an iPad kid because he is constantly on YouTube watching. I think pro he's probably watched every type of video that there ever was existing on YouTube. So I'm pretty sure if he can watch all those, he can watch how to install a light. I know I can learn it from YouTube, but <laughs> the question is, do I want to? You know what? One of our clients, so we always have like an electrician on the site and we've been doing all this electrician electrical work in the unit and he just suddenly comes into veil and decides stop all that you're doing i'm gonna put up all the lights myself <laughs> we were very very worried like it's kind of sketchy and then he ended up putting like all of our lights all of our sconces like all the fixtures up himself luckily everything looks okay but we'll see <laughs> we'll see how it does later oh my gosh that's scary <laughs> A little sketchy, but some people are determined to do it themselves, and I think it can be done. Definitely. Okay, Dylan, so what's next for you? So the next step is oh, to man. get my license. Um, there's several steps you have to take as pursuing to become a licensed architect. Um. I do have to go back to school for two more years and then I have to finish so many hours and then take, um, I know it's over three exams. It might be five exams <laughs> or more. Eric, it's five or six. Five or six exams to become a licensed architect. And then I have to further my hours over time as a practicing architect. So it's pretty difficult, probably no different than most other professionals. But yeah, that is my next steps. Probably similar to Eric's, but I know he doesn't have to go back to school. So, What about you, Eric? Uh, what's next for you? Well, professionally, I also am working towards my architectural license and Luckily, in the state of Colorado, I do not have to go back to school, but I just need to basically make up that time with working in the field. So, you know, architecturally, professionally, be moving forward, just, you know, continue to work for the great firm that I do. Um, but then personally, you know, I hope to push my art and continue to produce art and design as an individual you know throughout the years and get my stuff in galleries and just really push that as much as i can and see where it goes excited to see where it ends up what do you guys do when you're not working and you're trying to decompress and what are you passionate about i know you said your art eric but dylan you too what are you pass passionate about outside of work um, I am also interested in art as well, but my 
interests are, in, are a little different. I'm interested in like model kits and um, eventually I want to start making my own sculptures slash um, statues, like little dioramas. I want to get into that. I want to do some airbrushing stuff and make molds of things. Oh, I also like clothes and shoes a lot. <laughs> I uh, I'm pretty big sneakerhead. Dylan um, passes this all up on the fashion side of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a pretty fashionable guy. It's true. He gets all his outfits ready the night before work, and he has two options for everything, and I have to pick which goes best. And he never listens to me anyways, so I guess I have bad taste. I do listen to it. I listen to it today. But I do want to give my shout out to Momo Dixie. And I want to tell my not so good ideas. Please hit that bell and subscribe. Thumbs up. Stars, and if you're lucky, there'll be another husband episode. Ha ha ha. Please be sure to rate this episode for us to come back. Okay, well, hope you guys like this episode. We went on a few tangents, but we had a lot of fun. Hope you did too. Yeah. Thank thank you guys so much for listening. We'll have a new episode every Thursday and you can find us on Instagram at notsogood.ideas. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.